Welcome to the Red State Blues, the official podcast of the Wyoming Democratic Party, where we talk with political leaders, candidates, and community members about what life is like living blue in a red state. Today on the Red State Blues, Lindsay and Nina discuss how the American Rescue Plan is making marketplace health insurance coverage more affordable for many people, including Lindsay herself. They also discuss the history of democratic progress in the healthcare field and the other ways the American Rescue Plan is helping those who have been hurt by COVID-19. Hello, everyone. This is Lindsay Hanlon, the Deputy Communications Director for the Wyoming Democratic Party. And with me today is Nina Hebert, my boss and our Communications Director. And we're actually doing something a little bit different today, where uh, Nina is actually going to talk to me and is going to be interviewing me about some of my experiences. So I get to be on the other side of this for once. It'll be weird. Uh, Nina, thanks so much for doing this with me today. Thank you for having me. I am super excited. I always love when I get to join you for these and hear what's going on with you. So so what we have right now is a pretty big change in the way that the ACA or the um, exchange marketplace for health insurance is... um, going through. And it really looks pretty good for a lot of Wyomingites. These are changes from the American Rescue Plan and things I'm personally really excited to see. And part of that is directly because of you. So why don't you (laughs) tell me a little bit about why this is such awesome news? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So for those who don't know, uh, under the ARP, there are reduced uh, premiums. The ARP is increasing the subsidy amount that for a lot of people who are on the marketplace. And for me, that is a huge deal, partly just because for me, the ACA was a huge deal. Um, I was born with a lot of uh, conditions wrong with me. Uh, I joke and say that I was not quite finished baking yet. But I was born with a hole in my heart. I was born with something called Wolf Parkinson White which is extra electrical pathways so that my heart would beat over 300 beats per minute, which it's not supposed to do. Um, And then as I got older, we found out I had things like scoliosis and I had to have spinal surgery and have that adjusted and have metal rods put into my spine. Um, And so when I was really in college, I was already worried about what the world was going to look like when I had to have health insurance because I had so many pre-existing conditions that I was pretty sure I would never get health insurance and (laughs) I would just get to like figure out what that looked like. (laughs) Right. Because I mean, thinking about it, the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, the exchange, you know, however you want to say it, it's all the same. But a lot of people really aren't old enough to remember a time before that, where if you had anything wrong with you ever, basically, and you didn't have to be approved for health insurance. Insurers could just say, wow, you really need health insurance, and therefore, we're not going to give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, you you need this product the most, so you don't get to have it. Um, But yeah, I mean, even uh, I remember having discussions with my family about why or why, why not it was a good idea for me to be an English major. Um, because I would definitely need health insurance uh, when I was in the job market. And English major and job market are not always sentences that go along together very well. I think that they do, but 
the rest of society sometimes disagrees. And so, yeah, so even when I was picking my major, we were asking questions about, you know, what is this going to mean for my ability to have health insurance? Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was scary. And I really think that having that that health insurance tied to your employment, I think really also stifled a lot of creativity and a lot of entrepreneurship in this country because people couldn't strike out on their own and start their own small business because they wouldn't be able to have health insurance. If, you know, for me, I have epilepsy. So Mm -hmm. if it weren't for Obamacare, um, I wouldn't be able to just go and buy my own insurance or they would say, well, we'll give you insurance for other things. But if it's related to your epilepsy, that's not covered no matter what. And I, I do think it's really awesome that you know, my kids growing up don't know of a time when you have to wonder if you could get health insurance or choose your degree path, your career path based on how likely you were to be offered a job with health insurance. It's just a given now that if you want health insurance, they have to sell you health insurance. Hashtag thanks, Obama. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, like non-ironic, thanks, Obama. Um, yeah, and the same thing happened with me. And, you know, in addition to just the night, how nice it is to be able to be 26 before you're kicked off of your parents' health insurance, um, I have bounced between a lot of different jobs in the last 10 years. Um, I've been a librarian. I've been a domestic violence advocate, like advocate for domestic violence survivors, not advocating for domestic violence. Um, I have been a uh, teacher, I have been a tutor, I have worked for the state party, I have been a small business owner. And so for a lot of that time, the only way I was going to have health insurance was through the marketplace. And the only way I was going to be able to try these different jobs was through the marketplace. Um, I was very lucky that I had marketplace coverage so that I could change careers fairly frequently to kind of follow my passions and follow the opportunities that I was given. And it's the only thing that really allowed me to do what I'm doing now, which is running a small business, doing part-time work for the party and for various agencies, because yeah, uh, especially under COVID, uh, full-time employment is not always a thing that you get to have. And the only way a lot of us have health insurance right now is through the marketplace. Yeah. And I I do remember, I'm going to show my age you know, a little, <laughs> but I do remember looking for health insurance way back in the day. And, uh, back then, if you were a woman, um, you had to have what was called a maternity rider on your health insurance plan. So you had to actually pay extra in order to have maternity coverage. So in order for them to pay for your childbirth or your prenatal visits, not only did you have to pay extra on your health insurance, but then you had to wait a year of paying that extra before you could get pregnant. So you had to oh, pay <laughs> more in your health insurance premium uh, and then still couldn't use it for a whole other year. So taking away that that ability for insurers to exclude pre-existing conditions, added maternity mm-hmm. coverage, and um, and also saying that they couldn't charge a woman more for health insurance just because she was a woman. So it really got away with that. But that policy, I'll never forget, and this was, mind you, in 2001, was $1,800 a month um, 
for a young, healthy non-smoker. Um, mm-hmm. and that really blew me away. So $1,800 a month in today's dollars, I don't even know what that is. I am not <laughs> a math or economics person per se. Um, but I know for you having the marketplace insurance, even just for these past few years, it has definitely not been $1,800 a month, uh, with a $10,000 deductible, right? Yeah. You've been paying considerably yeah. less than that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thankfully, uh, I do have to say Wyoming has some of the highest rates for marketplace coverage in the United States. Just a lot of it's based on our demographics. It's based on our lack of options. Um, but I have been paying roughly $600 a month for my health insurance, uh, a little bit more some years, a little bit less some years, which uh, when times are good is totally fine. And I'm very happy to do it. And when times are bad is a really big expense that can really make me have to make the choices about you know what I'm going to be doing and what I'm going to be doing for work and if I'm going to be having any fun. Um, in an entire month, or if I just get to work, you know, 60, 80 hours a week and try and cover everything. So I was incredibly thrilled when I heard about the ARP and the fact that it was probably going to be reducing some premiums. Um, And so there's an open enrollment period right now. And uh, you can kind of check on your coverage. And also anyone who's ever had like a change in income or a change in something like that gets to change their coverage anyway. Um, so I went and looked and, you know, answered all their questions and at the end of it, uh, they were offering me, uh, $412 a month in increased subsidies so that my health insurance would be a little bit over $100 a month. That's amazing. That, wow. I mean, cause I was $600 is definitely better than $1,800, yeah. but, <laughs> but that's still a lot. That's still a yeah. lot of money, but so so just to make sure that everybody's tracking with us. So starting April 1st of this year, um, mm-hmm. the American Rescue Plan or the Stimulus Plan or, you know, the, the Biden plan, people call it so many different things, kind of like Obamacare. So mm-hmm. part of that COVID recovery stimulus package, this American Rescue Plan, looked at people like you and said, you know, this is designed to be affordable health care, but especially in this in this economy in these weird times uh it's not affordable enough and mm-hmm. so they went back and invested more money in the exchange mm-hmm. to let people just like you be able to actually have access to affordable <laughs> healthcare yeah. and truly make it really affordable and this is for a good policy right this isn't for Yeah yeah like, this is this is like a top tier policy um because I have so many health conditions, I've kind of always gravitated towards, you know, their top of the line care where if you are sick, you just go in, you don't do too much debating about, you know, whether or not it's worth it this time. Uh, Because, you know, even something like a lung infection can get really bad for me really fast because of the way that my body is. Um, And it can turn really quickly into pneumonia or other bad things. So I've always been really up on my preventative health care. I've always, you know, wanted to make sure that whatever policy I had, if something bad were to happen, like I don't actually know what would happen if I were in a car accident with like the metal in my body and other things, but I don't think it would be good. Um, So I've always had really kind of top tier health insurance plans uh, out of fear, honestly, 
um, that if I did anything less, then something terrible would happen. And then I'd have millions of dollars in health uh, debt. So yeah, so this is basically like the best plan that I could get through Blue Cross Blue Shield, you know, the best in terms of deductible and all that kind of stuff. And so yeah, so it's a top tier plan that I am now going to be getting for about $100 a month. That's just really fantastic. I, you know, we hear so much about like, you know, oh, Democrats are trying to interfere in your health care, put the government in your health care and all of this. Mm-hmm. But so but this is just a private Blue Cross Blue Shield of Wyoming. This is just regular old health insurance that you would have through an employer. Um, honestly, what you're paying is cheaper than what a lot of people pay through their employer for for health coverage. So you've got this great plan that's, you know, right directly from Blue Cross that is going to keep you out of medical bankruptcy if something happens. Yes. And because of Obamacare, you get to have the policy and they don't get to cut you off and say, okay, we've paid too much this year. We're not paying anything else and we can't charge you more because you're a woman. And now following right along in Obama's footsteps, uh, here comes President Biden and says, this is, this is still not enough. And mm-hmm. especially with COVID, I, it's so exciting to see Democrats actually investing in the things that we say that we care about and mm-hmm. affordable health care and keeping people healthy and access to good quality care. And this isn't the government interfering. They're, yeah. It's literally just a tax credit, right? Everybody gets the concept of a tax credit, but instead of giving it to you at the end of the year, they're giving it to the insurance company throughout the year to really make this actually really affordable for you. I, I, I love seeing democratic policies at work because they work. It's working for you. I'm so excited about <laughs> yes, that. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think everyone who is you know paying for healthcare can attest to how life-changing and life-saving it is to have healthcare care, but also to have affordable healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the, one of the criticisms that we've, you know, been facing for a long time is like, well, you know, is it universal healthcare or is it close to universal healthcare if people can't actually afford to have said healthcare? You know, I mean, technically, I could own a yacht right now. I'm just, you know, choosing not to because yachts are hundreds of thousands of dollars and I don't want to loan that big. Oh, come on. You know, and so people also were kind of landlocked. I like, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> Not the most useful. <laughs> I, you don't think we could get a yacht over in Glendo? Oh, we probably could. I mean, we were going to get an aircraft carrier in Yellowstone that one time. That one legislator oh. wanted us to have an aircraft carrier. So it could probably fit in with the aircraft carrier. <laughs> I would pay to see that. Not pay for the yacht. I would just pay <laughs> yeah. to see it. <laughs> but so, yeah. So I think I think it's really life-changing to have access to affordable health care and you know, they're opening up the ARP is opening up who can qualify for these kind of plans. They're opening up what subsidies are going to look like. They're opening up COBRA coverage for people who are unemployed. Um, they're really doing what needs to happen right now in order to keep people healthy in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, I think we saw during COVID and it's still happening, the dangers of having your health insurance tied to your employment, especially during something like a pandemic, because you had a lot of people getting one two punch of well, there's a pandemic, so we're cutting your hours and we're cutting your hours because there's a pandemic. And now because there's a pandemic, you don't get health insurance, but it's a pandemic. Right. <laughs> Hope that you don't get sick with your now no health care because you don't have a 
job anymore. Yeah. And the, yeah. the Cobra thing really is so important. And I think that's something a lot of people really overlook in the ARP is that Cobra coverage now, let me back up for people <laughs> who aren't familiar with health insurance. So Cobra coverage is what's available to you when you change jobs right? So you get to stay on your existing health plan when you change jobs, or if you're, say you're fired, you're laid off, or you're moving from one employer to the other and say, you know, you or your spouse is pregnant. You can't really afford that kind of changeover in the middle of a pregnancy, or you're in a waiting period at your new job. So you're able to get COBRA coverage and you pay for it. And it lets you keep your existing policy in place until you're able to replace it. Cobra is great if you need insurance. So like if you were Lindsay or I paying for Cobra would be a no brainer. We can't be without health insurance, but um, it's, it is expensive, you know, or 900, 1200, $18, $2,000 a month, depending on your family size. So if you're, you just lost your job because of the pandemic, you couldn't afford Cobra coverage. You had no, you had no real income. So now the American Rescue Plan is actually paying for people's COBRA coverage. So it's covering the cost for these people who have lost their jobs due to the pandemic to be able to keep their insurance coverage, which, I mean, if you get COVID, the number of people that get hospitalized, um, I can't even fathom how much that would cost for an ICU hospitalization and all of that. And then, of course, their family is beside themselves in the meantime. So just something like having access to health insurance during a pandemic, during yeah. uh, something that is killing hundreds of thousands of, of people every day, basically at this point worldwide, that is invaluable. I, I, I'm, I, I'm so excited. <laughs> That's yeah, all I, no. I, I, I just get so wrapped <laughs> up in the, like, this is just really amazing. And, but I, I really hope that people listening, you know, whether it's them themselves or somebody that they know saying, okay, you know, they lost their job. They don't have health insurance anymore. No, go have them get that, that American rescue plan, mm -hmm. um, Cobra coverage and, or mm -hmm. they're, you know, paying a lot in health insurance. No, even if they just got their insurance in January through the marketplace, go mm -hmm. back and yeah. update your information and get these updated tax credits. Right, because you already had coverage yeah. through yeah. the marketplace. Yeah, so I, yeah, I was already on a plan, and that was, I think, um, I was paying like this time a little bit less than six hundred, so it was like five seventy eight or something. So you know, basically six hundred if you round. Um, and so yeah, so I already had coverage. I had already gone through the process in November, um, and you know, did find out through doing taxes and all that stuff that yeah, COVID affected me. I lost half of my income. Oh, um, gosh. And so the the number, the amount that I was paying for health insurance for this other time that I've been self-employed was fine when I had 100% of my income, but mm -hmm. was becoming pretty onerous um, for, you know, my current situation. And so, yeah, with the added credits and everything, I was able to drop that by $400. So starting May 1st, um, I will be paying a little bit over $100 per month and the rest can go into things like savings and groceries and 
all that other good stuff that is part of being an adult human. Adulting is expensive. Nobody it's so expensive. Nobody no told one warned me. me that. I know. I <laughs> would like a refund on the right? adulting thing, but I, I really am. No, I am. I am excited for you. I am excited for all of the other people in Wyoming and America that can mm-hmm. take advantage of this. And I just really, really hope that we're able to continue talking about it and getting the word out yeah. and really encouraging people to go. And if somebody didn't already have insurance on the marketplace, open enrollment is extended, mm-hmm. right? So even yeah. if they missed yeah. it last year, they can still go now. Yeah. So yeah, even if they missed it last year, they can still go now. Um, I believe it is through May 15th. It is a reopened open enrollment period right now. So if you, you know, thought you were fine and you didn't need it or something happened or you just changed your mind about what health coverage you want, then now is an open enrollment period. Um, and honestly, I have had uh, both good and bad experiences with our health insurance in Wyoming. But in general, I have found everyone that I've worked with when I've had questions or anything to be really helpful. Uh, if you call 211, then they can also connect you to a program navigator who can help you with the enrollment process and with the questions that they ask and stuff. Because they ask questions that I don't know the answer to sometimes about your health reimbursement, something, something, somethings, and other acronyms <laughs> that I don't understand. Um, there's a lot of acronyms in health insurance. Uh, and yeah, there's a lot of help out there. And I would strongly recommend anyone who is on the marketplace plan or who is interested in a marketplace plan, look into it right now because we can probably add coverage to thousands of people in Wyoming. Thanks to the ARP. That's that's really fantastic. So <laughs> so you mentioned calling two one one. Obviously, that's going to be from yeah. a mobile phone, um, or you can go online. It's healthcare.gov is yes. the web address for the healthcare exchange, and you can go and check that out. You have to enter just a little bit of information about yourself, about your income, and the only reason they ask that is to determine exactly how much they can help you with. So. Like Lindsay, congrats on the amazing, amazing <laughs> health insurance savings. I am so glad for it. I, like I tell everybody with all of these great American Rescue Plan or, or programs, uh, thank a Democrat. Democrats got this done yeah. and it's helping people just like you. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I have been fairly saucy on um, some of the uh, national elected officials Facebook pages le- recently because <laughs> uh, they keep talking about all the great things that they're doing for health coverage in Wyoming. And I keep asking them if they have thanked their local Democrat um, or thank their colleagues because they didn't vote for any of this. Um, none of the people who are representing me in Washington right now wanted me to be able to have this. So. The level of audacity that it takes <laughs> to not vote for something that will directly improve your constituents' lives and then go and tell them um, about how great this is, that this is improving your life. Yeah. Um, that is uniquely Republican, and I will die right? on that hill. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, there, there is something extra special about my my senators and representative voting so that I shouldn't have health care, getting beaten and then taking credit for the thing that they didn't want me to have. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like there's probably that, and not in English maybe, but I yeah. you know how some, there's, some languages have these really cool, oh yeah. like obscure phrases yeah. for things. I'm that, positive there's a German word for this. Right. There's like a combo German word for like every weird feeling you've ever had. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. I, we should, we should look that up. We should look into that. All right. Anybody listening, if you know the weird word for 
uh, <laughs> taking credit for things you didn't vote for to say how awesome they are. Uh, give, <laughs> give me a shout, Nina at yodems.org. I want to know what that word is. I am certain yes. that it exists. So, uh, Lindsay, yes. congrats again. Thank you for Thank you. having me on today, for sharing your story. Of course. Um, everybody of course. else out there, if you want to come and tell us about your experience with the um, increased subsidy on the exchange and how that's working out for you, then uh, give us a shout or you know, me or Lindsay. And Lindsay, I don't know how you normally wrap these things up. So I guess I'm going to start uh, talking. Yeah, no, you're fine. I'm, I mostly say thank you for coming and thank you for your time. And I hope I get to talk to you again soon. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Red State Blues. Enjoyed today's podcast? It would not be possible without your continued support. To donate, visit yodems.org.